1: AM ready MPC conduct Zoom conference calls and conference calls from 2011 to right now. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. If you're a newcomer, you have never asked the question before, you can show your face and let Gayatri know, and then she will try to give preference to the newcomer's guys. Naren Nayak? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. So, uh, Obviously, this is the first time I'm dialing in. Uh, Basically, questions around, you know, uh, what would a good process be given, um, you know, COVID, uh, how things have changed for adjustment of status versus uh, consular processing? And what is sort of the preferred way of moving forward if you want to bring your parents uh, uh, to the United States? Good question, though. I would still not do the consular processing, though. Um, There has been delays in both the things. Consular processing also. There have been a lot of backlogs in there, though. If you file the consular processing, it may take almost three years for them to get the the process done and come back into the United States. Now, in the interim period of these three years, they cannot come into this country, though. You see the difficulty? If you file an I-130 and you tell them to come into this country, while the I-130 is pending and their processing is going on, they cannot come into this country. So if I were to take a gamble, I would still do the adjustment of status here rather than the constant processing. Okay. Anything else? Gayatri, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, okay. that, That makes sense, thank you. Next person, please.
2: Chef,
3: um, uh, Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for giving me this uh, opportunity. Uh, I have a question. I am on F1 visa. I am working on my STEM OPT. Uh, so can I travel to India uh, or do I require
1: NIA? No, you're fine to travel because you're on student visa.
4: Okay. Next
5: question Stop.
4: George. Hello, uh, first time here. Uh, and uh, thank you for all you do, first off. Um, so I've, uh, uh, I've been on a TN visa for about five years. Um, mm-hmm. We, we uh, did an extension uh, in January. Um, four weeks ago, it was denied. Um, we applied for a green card uh, and uh, in February 5th um, this year. Uh, so mm-hmm. the I forty five and AOS. Uh, it's been seven months and still no EAD. Um, we took fingerprints back in June. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Question: Two questions. Uh, are you seeing delays on the EA- EAE cards? Absolutely, um, we do. Yeah. Um, so we applied when we applied. It said the website said four to eight, four to five months, and then like. Three months later, it said six to seven months, and now I go in there and it says up to eleven months. <laughs> um, so it keeps changing uh, in terms of the the times, time processing, right? Um, and then uh, question number two is, um, what do you, what, what do others? Uh, I mean, that fall in like this situation where they're in no work authorization. What do you see other people doing? Like, I I can't work. I can't, you know. Um, yeah, in- most in- of the most of the people happens to be on H-1B
1: though. Um, they, they have a different situation though, because their H-1B gets extended normally though. TN visa could be rejected just because you applied for the green card too. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you fall into the situation where you don't have an employment authorization, you can stay in the country, but you
4: cannot work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at now. (laughs) Right. Um,
1: Yeah. You don't have an option though.
4: Okay. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Next person, please. Abhi? Think of this thing. Since you are not Indian, you don't have to wait for the green card. The rest of the guys have to wait for 10 years to get where you are in right now.
6: Hey, Rahul. This is Abhi. Uh, thank you for all your help. Yes. Sure. Uh, so so basically, my situation is that you know, I filed my downgrade. I have my PD priority date, uh, 2013 May. Uh, I have my 140 approved. I have received my EAD and I have provided my biometrics as well. Mm -hmm. So the first question is, uh, my current employer, who is employer B, uh, was filing my PERM parallelly. Uh, The PERM got approved in uh, June, I believe. And then he filed for EB3 directly. uh, And even that is approved. Now he's ready to file uh, 485. So my question is like, you know, is it okay to file 485? Both 485s? No. Yes.
1: You better withdraw this one before you file the other one. That will be very confusing. Which one are you going to be going with? There are two employers though, okay? One is right. that this employer, one is the other employer. So if you're going with both the people though, it is very deceiving though. If you want to go with the current employer, I would recommend that you withdraw the application.
6: Uh, can I do uh, AC21 and uh, with the email? That's EAD better. Going to that's better but would there be I mean, any sorry uh, that's would it be any complications with uh, the current employer uh, i am assuming which,
1: um, that at t- i am assuming that at the time when you filed the 48 application yes. you had the intent of joining the company and as so you yes. seems to be a promise maker though it's okay it's okay that's it's not you don't have to be, be honest in everything in your sense for you to get the green card though and if you break the promise will it be a problem for you to get the green card no it will not be a problem for you to get the great card.
6: Okay. So the only thing, uh, Okay, so what you suggest us to move with the current employer um, by? uh, AC21. AC21, that would be the best option.
1: That is the best option.
6: Uh, One extended question to that. Um, The current employer is filing my H1 extension as well. Now, can I go ahead with that? Um, There seems to be some questions in, uh, you know, for the seven76 um, seven form for my wife and H4 asking about my 485 status. Did I apply for 485 or anything? Yeah, that's fine. You, you can
1: say yes to that. You can say yes to it won't affect the H1B or H4.
6: Okay. Uh, okay, so that is fine. Next.
1: Thank uh, you. Sorry. Next person
6: please. Okay, mm-hmm. thank, you. thank you very much for your time. Yep. I understand.
2: Mahavir? Mahavir? Jyoti Priya?
7: Um, hello, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, thank you for doing this, sir. So uh, uh, my current situation is, so my husband's uh, priority date is uh, February 2012, uh, uh, February 28, 2012. Uh, we have already filed um, our 485 plus I-140 premium processing, um In August, uh, we already uh, got our I-140 approved. So this is straight EB-3 that we did with the new employer. Mm -hmm. Um, And we also received our our biometrics that is scheduled on uh, September 29th. Um, You filed
1: in August and you already received the biometrics?
7: Yes, uh, from TSC, which is surprising, I know. Um,
1: Actually, this is happening with a lot of people, um, not just you. I just want to let other people know. other gentleman has filed so long he hasn't got anything and you already got everything okay
7: i know and that too from texas which is surprising because it is yeah yeah no no
1: i been we noticed that we noticed yeah
7: sure uh so the question is um do you suggest just wanted to understand to have a better chance do you suggest uh filing um eb2 upgrade Um, And then, I mean, first getting the I-140 approved in EB2 in premium because our uh, PERM is latest. I mean, it was approved in May 2021. So we are still in that six months window. And then just file the standalone 485. That way it will go to National Benefit Center, assuming it will go there.
1: Wait, wait. Oh, then you want to file? Oh, no, 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 no. no.
7: So that way the processing would be faster because MBC is working (laughs) much better than TSC. I mean, do you... I, we... I,
1: I I personally will not do it.
7: Okay, okay. So do you think I that will further not complicate?
1: File an I it's, it's not complicating sometimes when they see two applications, they get confused and mm. they will request you to withdraw one of the application though. So the you reason, have to withdraw this yeah. one. I know you, the reason is you want to get the green card faster. Period. I know, I know, I know because reason.
7: Texas, because you know it's been like I, the I people know, who filed
1: yeah, yeah, I got the point, ma'am. I know the point. Sure, I'm sure. a practitioner. I'm not a YouTuber. Okay. Sure. So, yes, uh, I understand your point, but I would still, if I were you, will not file EB2, will not file another adjustment of status now. I will not do it if I were you. Okay. But is it illegal what you are doing if you do it? No, absolutely not. It's my judgment call.
7: Okay. Do you still know think that?
1: If it- I know the MSC. I know the Texas Service Center. Okay. Don't oh. tell me that MSC is fast and Texas Service Center is I already know that. Okay. Okay. That's sure. my judgment sure. call.
7: And just Next. one other question, sir. Uh, so for 765 from Emma, we got to know that they have uh, applied previous biometrics for 765. Uh, but our 765 status didn't get changed online. So do you think it will only change once we provide biometrics for 485? That is scheduled this uh, like on 29th September? No, it has
1: nothing to do with the biometrics. But Bi- 765 can be approved without biometrics also though. Okay, I don't know okay. why they recently Emma started telling all those dialogues, but it can sure. be approved without the biometrics too.
7: Okay, okay, got it, sir. Thank you. Next person, please.
8: Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, uh, so I'm currently on my F1 visa. So I took a sem break now due to my pregnancy. So how many? Can I just extend my uh, sem break to another other sem? Like, can I take a What is
1: what is sem break?
8: So, I took a on medical conditions, they give you a so you can uh, take a reduced course load.
1: Okay, so this is on your you are on the student visa right now. Okay, keep going.
8: Yes, so uh, can I take so I'm already on my SIM break now, so can I extend my sem break to another SIM?
1: I wouldn't recommend that you do, I would not recommend. Um, do you have H4 option, ma'am? No. OK, I would not recommend that you take one more break, ma'am.
8: OK. okay. So uh, next. the next question is, like, my parents uh, just left there. Uh, they stayed in US for, like, a year. So okay. when can uh, you prefer them to, like, when can they come back?
1: At least stay one year outside the country. If they have stayed okay. one year, don't let them come here immediately. Remember that visiting visa is to visit United States not to stay in United States though. Since they have stayed for one year, if they're going to try to come back, they may create some problem for them.
8: So what is the time that you prefer? Like one? one
1: to one and a half year.
8: Okay. Thank
9: Next you. Sam? Hey, thanks. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for the taking my call. So I am a, like, uh, I have filed my, like, I-485 applications, uh, and I am EB3 with priority date uh, May 2013. Uh, For me, like, uh, all the steps are completed, like, uh, biometrics, and I I got a RFE for medicals, which I replied back, uh, but they never updated the status, and uh, they never able to confirm me they received the medicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the case was got transferred from emsc to texas service center after i submit the medicals
1: after Likes. one and a half months
9: <laughs> and the reason they said is uh, for uh, speed up the processing
1: yeah okay go ahead with your question though
9: so i don't know like what is the reason because uh, transferring at this stage what right is because your are...
1: question you told me <clears throat> what is your question though
9: so I'm not trying. I'm like uh, I'm not sure like what the reason they transfer because the trend I'm seeing is after the medical RF is submitted and the dates occur and people are getting the approval. But for not my all, case, they not, trans-
1: not all the people though. Most of the people, but not all the people.
9: So, okay, so that's what I'm not. There sure.
1: is no. There is no. We don't know why they transfer from one place to another place, another place to another place. Why would they transfer from MSC to Texas Service Center, which is the dumbest thing to do it, I have no clue for it.
9: Okay. So anything I can do to speed up, like uh, can I submit a medical Contact the, the, the medical congressman segment?
1: doesn't work. Ombudsman doesn't work. Okay. Uh, online uh, service request doesn't work. So when, once you find a way that works, you let me know.
9: Uh, shall I try submitting the medicals one more time to TSE if that will? Trigger? It's up to you, it's up to you, sir.
1: Whatever you want to try, I won't tell you now.
9: But okay. I don't know of
1: so, any method that
9: works. Okay, so I don't know the since that we know don't know the reason why it got transferred right at this stage. Uh, is it safe for me to change a job and go on G C A GC- oh, yeah. D? Yeah, that's fine. You're fine. So, okay, thank you.
2: Uh, Next
9: thanks, percent. sir.
2: Jonika?
5: Uh, hi. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, actually, I um, I filed my I four eighty five with my daughter, who is eighteen year old. And my priority date is uh, January 20th, 2014. And uh, my husband filed, uh, downgraded and filed uh, two months later. His priority date is uh, June 2013. So can we interfile, me and my daughter can interfile with my husband, but both of our I-140 are pending?
1: No, ma'am. I would not recommend interfiling, ma'am. The best is to file one more 485 application. Is your husband's I-140 approved or not approved?
5: not approved let, so it,
1: the, let let him convert into premium processing let it be approved we we
5: uh, we tried for five times uh, so it got rejected
1: keep trying again keep trying again and i would not since your daughter is 18 right now though
8: yeah
1: um i would not file the 485 application i'll wait until your husband's i140 is approved then i will file the entire fresh application of 485 and are you maintain the h1b H 4 right now though okay
5: Okay, so my lawyer said I, we will not be able to file since the I-140 I is pending. So it is it is the right decision. So my lawyer says he can't file uh, the interfile with the pending I-140.
1: I would not do that. It's okay. not technically wrong what he's doing. Remember mm-hmm. that the immigration, when they have to club this I-140, that I-140, they want to do this and that. It will typically take about five years to 10 years for them to do it. They don't have a system. They don't have a mechanism. Click a button. It's gone. There is a person. Oh, it's something complicated. Let me put it on the desk out there. Okay. And then I will look at it when I I need it to. There's no enforcement there and it will take years for you to get there. So that's the reason where when it comes to a situation like this, where technically interfiling is allowed here though, but I would not do, I have done, two times and I messed up. So two times I ended up refiling the entire application after five years.
5: Okay. Okay. Thank you,
1: sir. Okay. Yeah. I would just spend extra money to the lawyer and refile the whole thing. Next person. Okay. Wahid. Hey Rahul. Good morning. So, sure.
10: um, wanted to check what is happening with the reconciliation bill. Do you think anything is going to happen? Because in the past, as well, there were a few bills that came out like this. Uh, my priority date is uh, May 2015, uh, EB2. Uh, my company is not ready to downgrade. So, uh, because they say that as long as your priority date is current, um, we will not, not be able
1: to. Yeah. So as long as not, um, yeah. there's not yeah. There's a lot of difference between the other bills and this one though. When this administration came in, they knew that they have only slight majority in the Senate and slight majority in the House. And they knew that they are not going to have it in the next one. And I'm absolutely certain they're not going to have it. So just like Obama had that extra 60 votes and the majority in the House, he was able to pass the health care bill, Obamacare, right? So yeah. that was the crucial step what Obama did in his term. I mean, that's the only major legislation he passed, right? Nothing else passed. Yeah. Now this guy, it's, it's definitely a very challenging thing he knows he has a very slight majority. He doesn't have the 60 votes. He only have 51 votes, And we don't know how many votes are going to be there once the term is over. This is, for them, the biggest test that they will be going through. Uh, and definitely, uh, immigration is on the agenda. We looked into the Judiciary Committee, House Judiciary Committee hearing. There were many things that were proposed. These people just rubbished everything out. Of course, we are hearing rumors that uh, uh, Senator Sanders and other people may or may not cooperate. But there there may be some votes uh, in the Senate for him. Uh, Senator Romney might switch to Democratic side. Um, And there are other votes that they may come in. I mean, because Senator Romney is not going to contest anymore from Utah. He has decided that he's not going to contest. Even if he contests, he's not going to win because uh, Trump said he's going to ruin that guy's career. You know how Trump is. So, yes, there are a lot of moving things in there. We have to keep close observation, keep writing the letters that we propose, but nothing much can be done. You know, we are just a small piece in the entire 3.5 trillion thing. It's only like 2 or $10 billion that is allocated to the immigration and enforcement here.
10: So do you know by which date this will be finalized? Like October 1st? Um, the right
1: now, September... Uh, in- we, it could be done by October. It could be done after October. Um, definitely the uh, Senate Majority Leader wants to get it done before October. Could it be going afterwards? Yeah, it could be going afterwards too. It's not like it has to be done by October 1st. No, no. Keep the hopes up. I mean, this is the best we got right now. Next person, please. Sharanya?
2: Hello, sir. Thank you for doing this. Sure. Can you hear me? So yes, I can. My question is, um, I'm trying to go to India soon, probably in October. And my current H-1B petition, it ends in December 21. Okay. But um, but I have an extension that starts from January 22. So when I'm applying for the visa interview, do I need to use the current petition number, which is active only till December? Huh? or no, do I need No, no. To- mm-hmm. you,
1: you need to do the new one that is okay. expiring, not in December, but later on.
2: So, the new one wouldn't start till January. Would that, in, would that be an issue when I'm coming to the port of entry? Like, uh, no, when I'm... it will
1: not be an issue.
2: Because when... It I'm... will not be
1: an issue. It's so? expiring in December. You have a 2024 one. That's fine. It will not be an issue, man.
2: Okay. So, I can uh, go for... Apply for the visa interview with the new one, which starts in January 22.
1: You're right, man. Uh, I,
2: I, I can just keep the other one with me just for... My, uh,
1: you have the... to show both of them to them.
2: Okay, you have to show so both of them to them. You?
1: And uh, one other thing, do you are you exempt from the national interest uh, exemption? Yeah. Yes. How do you know?
2: Uh, the people who went from my uh, company, they were able to come back to. What
1: company way. is it? Uh, IFA Tech. What do they do?
2: They pro- normally deal with the tolls and the toll plaza thing. Like, you, you don't know. assume that
1: just because other people got it, you'll get it now.
2: Yeah, I, I know, I know it's very risky, but I want okay. To...
1: okay. Well, but that's my... fine, ma'am. Yeah, so, so next I person, will...
2: please. okay, that's fine. Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, use the yeah. next year. It's very common, people do it, no problem with that. Ma'am. Next person,
2: please.
3: Hi, Rahul. Um, so I had a question. Um, my H1B uh, was valid till January 3, 2022. Uh, And based on that, I had filed for H4 and H4 EAD for my wife back in February. Uh, We got the approval or at least the status says that it's approved um, um, like a couple of days back. We are waiting on the EAD card to arrive in the mail. Um, I'm assuming this EAD card will be valid only till January 3, 2022, which was my H1 expiry date. Now, um, in the meantime, in June, my current employer went ahead and extended my uh, H1. Uh, We did premium processing and it was extended till June, 2024. Uh, Along with that H1, we had filed another H4 and H4 EAD application for my wife. Mm -hmm. Now, based on the current approval that we've got for the H4 and H4 EAD, the application that we had filed in June, do we need to amend that in any way? Because it won't be... A straight H. So my wife was an H-1 before, so um, it was an H-4, H-1 to H-4 transfer for her. Um, so, would we need? So to wait, that-
1: there are there are two H-4 spending right now for her, is right? One is the transfer from H-1 to H-4. One is the extension for H-4, is right?
3: No, no, no. So in February we had filed based on my previous H-1B. I got it. I got it. H-1 to H-4. That was also an H-1 to H-4 that has been approved. Okay. In, in then in June, we had also filed another h one to h four for her um, we, uh, because we were extending ah, my I,
1: I got it no you don't have to do anything you're fine okay. what so you're telling is that H4. since you since you filed as a change of status and now she has a h four will it cause any problem right Do you need to do anything no you don't need to do anything you're good
3: okay okay that that was my question.
1: Next person, please. Thank you. Kapil. Hello.
10: Yes, sir. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Hi. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my sure. call. Uh Rahul. Uh, so I have a priority date of uh, November 2013. And uh, I just gave my interview last month for Green Card. I have my EAD, AP and everything. And I haven't heard back uh, from them. Given the retrogression that is pending, I still haven't heard back of a result from the it from the field office. So is it a good idea to go through the congressman or a yep. representative or yep. should I wait? No, go with the
1: congressman. Okay, there is there is not to be any negative impact, right? I think. No, no, sir. No negative impact. You can even try the Ombudsman if you want, but you either go with the congressman or Ombudsman though. Ombudsman, you can do it online.
10: Okay, which one do you um, I prefer
1: ombudsman because they they have a little bit more knowledge about these aspects compared to the congressman.
10: Okay, and they'll not object, right? It's not like 30 days or something that... They may,
1: they may, they may. If they do, that's okay. You're not going to be in loss because what else you have nothing else to lose anyway.
10: Yeah, I just have like almost only a month left uh, before
11: retribution comes in. So, okay. Thank you, Rahul. Abbas? Yes, uh, Raul, I'm in a uh, removal proceeding because I have a denied asylum case. At the meantime, I have a, an approved
4: I-140 filed. Uh,
1: uh, the... I have no clue about asylum, though. I am very poor because once the asylum is rejected, I actually have no knowledge about asylum. Though I've never done it, though.
4: Yeah, but I, I, filed, I filed I-140.
1: But and... did you
11: maintain the non-immigrant status? Uh
1: Yes. What non-immigrant status you are in?
11: I have EAD and I can work
1: uh, under... What Under what EAD do you have?
11: Uh, it's the asylum C8 category.
1: No, that's... I, I have no knowledge. You have to consult other people, though. That's not status. Status is like uh, H1B, F1. That's status. EAD is not a status. That is based yeah, but- on the asylum.
4: Yeah it's it's the asylum will uh, grant me uh, the status.
11: But you I'm said so- the
1: asylum was denied.
11: Yeah and the uh, it's diverted to the immigration Yeah charge.
1: I I, I may, maybe you're may, maybe you're in status maybe you're not but I don't have expertise in this asylum. Okay? Sorry about that. No, Next person please.
7: Mahavir Are you can hear me? Yes.
10: Yes.
11: Yeah, good morning, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, actually, this is regarding my green card processing. My I-140 got approved in uh, 2007 when I was in U.S. And then I applied for consular processing and I came to India. Now the status is current. So uh, my brother is in U.S. He has bought one company, and which is in the same field in which field I used to work. So is it possible for me to use that? As an entry point to US, or I have to go through the consular processing? Uh,
1: so, so, I, so, I, wait, I got wait, my, let I, me understand. I got, my
11: 140, I got my 140 approved under EB-2 category.
1: Sorry. So you got your I-140 approved. You did the consular processing, and the priority did you do the consular processing? Uh,
11: no, I applied and it got approved. I didn't do the processing
1: yet. What what got approved? I-140 or I-824? Eight to four. Okay, and your company? Sorry,
11: I won uh, 140 got approved in February uh, 2007. Then I came to India and then uh, this 824 got approved.
1: When was the 824 approved?
11: Uh, uh, that was in 2008 somewhere.
1: 2008. Um, yeah. 2008, what's going on from 2008? Right now it's current, they didn't process it?
11: There was some uh, communication issue. My address got changed, and I never got any communication from them. And then, when recently we inquired in 2019,
1: is is your company the company that offered you the green card? The job offer is still open for you? Uh, no. Well, if the job offer is still not open, you cannot continue with that green card. Though you have to go all fresh now. If the okay. job is not there, you can't. If the job is not there, you can't get the green card.
11: That EB two category,
1: that particular EB two category for the company A that you filed for the green card. Since the job hour doesn't exist, they cannot give you the green card there. Okay, you have to have I a fresh. In... Yeah, you applied what? I,
11: I applied in my personal capacity, like extraordinary uh, this thing.
1: Uh, ah, company okay, was okay. Sorry.
11: company was not involved. I was in.
1: Uh, I got it. I got, it. It. I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you can you can still pursue the option. But since since you have this I-140 priority become became current though, you need to contact a lawyer though to have it because I don't know where the where the mail has gone. And if you don't contact them within a certain period of time, it also comes to your email. Did you check your email?
11: Uh, no, it was not there in So what happened? My brother is in the US now, and he's running one company and that's in the same field. So can I use that as an opportunity to get into us and get it processed
1: you mean to say get into us on a h1b or something like that
11: no uh, on uh, my job offer from that company
1: how what visa you're thinking about
11: that's what my confusion is whether i can use my current status of this i140 no
1: that that won't I'm... allow that won't allow you uh, that won't allow you to just enter into this country. though. You need a non-immigrant visa to enter or the immigrant visa need to be processed and you need to get the green card there. Uh, I, I think so. You got muted, Mr. Mahavir.
7: Mahavir?
1: Yes. Yeah, you got muted though. So you need you can't enter just because you have an I-140 approval and I-864 approval. Either you have to get the green card and come into the country, or you have to come on a non-immigrant visa. Yeah, if your if you're if your brother's company is eligible for, it, you can come on an O-1 visa since you already have the okay. extraordinary ability. Uh, if H-1 is if you're not eligible for H-1B, you can come on an O-1 visa and convert it to green card. I'm going to go with the questions that are here, guys. Um, Sorry about that. I have so, to move. I have another just, conference call.
11: Just one small shot. Just yes, I understood you correctly. I need to process my GIN card here for so council processing. That's what you meant to say.
1: Yes, but you can also come on a non-immigrant visa like H-1B ah. into this country now.
11: Okay. 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 Thank you.
1: I'm looking into the questions that are posted here, guys.
11: My brother's name is Nitin.
1: Um, I did downgrade. uh Venkat Reddy has a question. Uh, a downgrade EB three I one forty not approved. Can I change the employer after Can I say the I one forty? 14... Hello. Yeah, yeah, Nitin, go ahead. Sorry, actually, I'm I am brother. I, I, yeah, Nitin, I am rushing out right now. I have another conference call. Okay, you got muted. I don't know why. Um, the gentleman went to it Now, can you unmute, unmute Nitin? Sure, Rahul. Yeah.
11: So this is Nitin. I am actually Mahavis brother. I am here. I was here on EB five, and I have my business. I actually wanted to go on your website and register for consultation as well because he is a PAD in brain neurology. He was in John Hopkins, and he has a US-born son who will turn eighteen. And that's the reason he's actually looking to come here. And I want to actually get him here. He has a B1, B2. He has many. Yeah, you can, you can,
1: you can, you can set an appointment and we can have a conference call or a Zoom call just between Mahavir, you and, and, and me. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, Can it be done
11: early, even in a day or two?
1: No, I am very booked up right now.
11: But someone else then?
1: Uh, yeah, you can book with somebody else. It's
3: their Thank online. you, sir.
11: I will try for you. Maybe if I cannot accommodate in this yeah. week, uh, you cannot accommodate, I will look for someone else. Thank okay.
1: you. Okay, no problem. Um, can you mute uh, everybody, please? Uh, Gayatri, let me go through the quick questions, though.
9: Sure, um,
1: Siddharth, with regards to the Charlie session, that guy wasted 80,000 green cards, he's on his way to waste extra green cards. So we need to put a lot of efforts in writing, in making USCIS accountable for wasting the 80,000 green cards. Please write the letters and keep up the updates though, so that you know, we can try to save as much as possible. At least they came from 100,000 to 80,000. So the 20,000 extra green cards, because of our efforts, we got it. Um, can, Chandra has a question. Can I apply for I-140 uh, from uh, for both EB2 and EB3? Absolutely, you can do so. Uh, you can do so. Uh, You can do EB2 and EB3 at the same time. Sorry, guys, I have to rush to another conference call. Uh, Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow.